You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. going on guys welcome to another episode of peer pleasure with dewey halpas on equal vision records and sound talent media i am dewey your host with the most bringing you more great content week after week this week guys we have another part two with a good friend of mine one of the one of my most favorite guests to have on the show we may do a yearly one with him as well because uh we always have a, a blast but it's none other than Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold and the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Uh, Johnny uh, we have, and I have known each other for a really long time, 20 years. You know, of course, we lost touch for a lot of that time because we were playing shows together. And then the band I was in broke up. The band he was in became the biggest band in the world. And, you know, things get split up. But we reconnected through the podcast and through podcasting in general. And he's always a blast to talk to. This one, we just had fun and just <laughs> talk shit and uh, some funny stories about some funny situations. And and uh, yeah, we get pretty open on this one. So I hope you guys enjoy it. It was a lot of fun to do. And I, like I said, I love having Johnny on the show. Uh, he's a good dude and a fantastic podcast host. And uh, yeah, some may say an all right bass player. Um, I think I think the band's done pretty well. You may have heard of them. Um, you know, you may have seen them on magazines or, uh, I don't know, touring with Metallica, shit like that. That's in, when that's on your calendar for the year, uh, it's a cool thing. Anyways, enough about that. Uh, let's get some business out of the way. We've got, we're actually starting the year off pretty strong. We've got a lot more, uh, sponsors coming on board and yeah, so I'm going to tell you about some stuff. 
So as, as usual, peerpleasurepodcast.com is the website. If you want to uh, see all the past episodes, if you want to show someone the show uh, and you don't have your phone on you or the podcast app, just send it to peerpleasurepodcast.com. They can find everything there. Peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is the email. If you want to get in touch with me, if you want to send guest suggestions or chat, whatever, hit me up uh, anytime. I, I respond to all my, my emails. So thank you guys for all the kind emails that have come in uh, since the beginning of the year. We've got a ton of uh, awesome stuff coming up. And I know you guys are excited about and I appreciate just the thoughtful messages. You know, it makes me know you guys are listening and I appreciate that. So uh, sponsorship wise, we've got writer Evan Robeson studio uh, on Instagram. You can find him on my, my Instagram or anything uh, that I post to any post on my Instagram at the very bottom. You'll have all these, uh, you know, at whatever, at whatever that you can click on. If you want to see any of these sponsors, if you're in your car right now and you can't write this down, uh, but writer Evan, Evan Robinson studio is one of our oldest sponsors. He's one of my oldest friends. He's been on the show. He does amazing leather work. Uh, he's done guitar straps for me. He made these amazing front pocket wallets for my brother and I after my dad passed away with his name on it and his birth date, death date. Uh, so every time I use these things, I think about Ryder. I think about the work he put into them. Whenever I put the guitar on, whenever I put, uh, you know, pay for something at a Starbucks or whatever, I, do, I, I think about it. And it's awesome when something that your friend made for you by hand, but he can do it for you as well. So hit him up on Instagram, writer Evan Robeson Studio, and get yourself some amazing stuff that'll last a lifetime. Uh, it's a really, uh, it's a really amazing art form that he has. I'm wearing one of his new hats right now. You guys can't see that, but uh, he just shipped that to me in the mail, and it is fantastic. It's it's just incredible stuff what he can do. Um, so shout out to him. And thank you big time for being a sponsor. Our other sponsor is Classic Grit. At Classic Grit on Instagram is Riley from Thrice's Company. He's blending hardcore and baseball. And it's just the classic merch feel with really good, really, I mean, just amazing uh, blanks that they're printing on. The work that goes into finding those. I mean, the hoodie I have. Uh, the hats. The hats are insane. The, the wool unstructured hat is one of my favorites. It's got that classic like um, uh, American pastime baseball feel, but with the amazing like simple hardcore, uh, you know, DIY band. What what shirt sells best on tour? The black shirt with white print. That is the best seller of any band anywhere. You'll always see the staple shirt in a merch in a merch booth. If you don't, the, the, they're idiots because those always sell. Every Thrice shirt I've ever had pretty much is a black shirt with white type. So anyways, uh, Classic Grit, thank you for sponsoring the show. Really glad to have you on board. All right, another sponsor of the show. We've got SX Coffee Roasters. Aaron Dahlbeck from Bain, from Be Well, from Converge. His company, SX Coffee Roasters, is sponsoring the show. Uh, they do a bunch of small batch, amazing, amazing coffees, teas, uh, they have merch as well. You can check them out at sxcoffeeroasters.com. And the code is PLEASURE, all capital letters, PLEASURE. will get you 10% off your order. So go check out SX Coffee Roasters right now. Sweet Drop CBD is also on board with the show. They have been changing my life pain-wise, anxiety. Uh, I take it twice a day. 
the Sweet Drop CBD, they have all kinds of flavors. They have Fruit Blast and Blood Orange and Cotton Candy. Because that stuff can taste pretty shitty sometimes, that, that CBD oil. But these guys have figured it out. The code is all capitals, PLEASURE, and that will get you 20% off your order. Blood Orange is my favorite. Uh, I do the 600 milligram twice a day. It helps me sleep better. It takes away my foot, knee, and back pain. Uh, just makes everything feel a little better. Um, CBD is still a, a highly debated topic. Um, this one has no THC because I do not use that stuff. Um, but the the actual CBD oil is amazing and it tastes great uh, because this is a tincture. You have to put it in your mouth for 20 seconds. And sometimes when you do that with these other CBD oils, it's pretty gnarly. But I tell you, the blood orange uh, is a treat. And I appreciate them coming on board to sponsor the show. So thank you so much. All right, guys. So Without further ado, let's jump into my episode with Mr. Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold and the Drinks with Johnny podcast. microphone hell yeah dude jesus gotta christ gotta do it gotta do it well it's not as big as yours mine might be flashier but it's not as big what does that say about us it's how you use it man it's how you use it you just better hope you don't find anyone with fillings because you're gonna That's have true. a rough time they might they might See, well, I, 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 i'm okay I, I only use this one this is this one's for the host only Gold mic for the host only. We don't we don't let the uh, we don't let the guests use this one. Twenty four karat. <laughs> Naturally, dude. I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a really cool mic that was sent to me by the Delph, uh, Telefunken guys. Oh, nice. It's a M eighty. It's a M eighty, but they they make them in like all the different kinds, and this one is. I asked for the gold plated one. Rad. Yeah. And then you got the mic. I see so many people with the, what are those called? The, the square things around the microphone for like the, the you know, I don't know what the fuck they're called. Uh, they're called the box. They're called the mic box. The mic box. No, uh, I honest, I honestly don't know what they're called, but um, yeah, we, we had this made like early on doing drinks with Johnny uh, when I uh, did an interview with Jake, the snake Roberts. He was mm -hmm. like, he was literally like the first person I had on the show 
that I wasn't already friends with before. Okay. And it was a really nerve wracking time because I had no idea what to expect. It ended up being fucking awesome. But anyways, we had this made because we thought it would be cool to do like a mean Gene Okerlund and uh, Jake the Snake like little back and forth. So we wanted to make it look retro. So we had that thing made. Nice, dude. Have you had <laughs> have you had Andy Williams from Every Time I Die on yet? I have not. Dude, he's a wrestler. No. Yes. The Butcher like, and the Blade, I think, is his his team's name. Like his oh group. shit! I know, I know. Yeah, Butcher and the Blade on AEW. Yeah, I know that's exactly. Andy who that from is. Every Time I Die. No. With the monocle and shit. Oh yeah. You have. That's to. rad. I had no idea. I'm definitely going to talk to him. You have. I got to. season three coming up too. I'll I'll, I'll I'll reach out to him for sure. Awesome, because that would be an excellent episode. You oh, know yeah. a lot we more about wrestling. Talk than about I do. music and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Done. It's about. It's like the only things I know anything about. You know, you know, and it's more not very much. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new, man, dude, I am not in my car. As you can see, this isn't a background. This is a uh, equal vision West coast. Um, this is incredible, dude. I'm loving it. But yeah, it's weird not being in the car. I, I loved watching the uh, the episode with Jenny that you did because you brought up the car and how we got in the car and how weird it was. Yeah. And yeah. I tried to be a gentleman. I was like, yeah, we don't have to do it in the car, but it is there. It is raining. And then it all fogged up. It was so hilarious. Uh, I was so happy to bring that up uh, after already talking to you and getting to know you and befriend you. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm definitely bringing this up when I'm talking to Jenny. Like, yeah. I have to. Dude. Yeah. It was weird. It was one of the only ones I've done with somebody else in my car. Like, it's usually yeah. I'm in the car recording remotely. But uh, she she had a lot of uh, of trust in you from only meeting you that one time. I, I have to say that was it's impressive the level of trust she had in you. It was it was weird but awesome. Like it was good, and <laughs> we're still. I mean, we still talk all the time. I'd never met her before. Yeah, like you said, and it was just it was weird. But uh, <laughs> it was weird afterwards. It wasn't weird during. We didn't feel weird at yeah. all. But afterwards, we're like, man, people are going to think something's happening in here because the windows oh, are all absolutely. fogged over, and we've been in there for like an hour and fifteen minutes or whatever. Oh, well, then that, that's the dead giveaway, Dewey. Yeah. No one's lasting an hour and 15 minutes in that car. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And no one ever will. Yeah. Whatever will. <laughs> Shit, man. It's good to see you in a studio with a proper microphone and everything, man. It's pretty fucking yeah. rad. Dude, it's awesome. It's a whole new ball game now. Now, now it's it's a stacked day, dude. I've got you, and then I've got Jason Ellis from no uh, Sirius. Well, yeah. formerly Sirius, formerly of Sirius, right? That yeah. just happened, right? Yeah. So that's interesting. It's wild. he's got a new podcast he's putting together. Yep. Right. Yep. You should get him on too. I absolutely will. I've I've, I've been uh I've been friendly with Jason over many years. Going to Sirius with uh, when Avenged has a new record or when he wants to do a phoner. I've been on his show several times actually. Really. Yeah. Dude, I got to listen to this now. I keep forgetting yeah. that. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep forgetting this, but I keep like, it wouldn't even cross my mind that you went to Sirius. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did have a gig before it's this so, whole Drinks with Johnny thing, right? It's so far you do removed. Know about that gig. You know that little side gig yes. I got going on? <laughs> yes, exactly. That little side gig playing arenas. <laughs> you fuckers. Man. That I'm, I'm so happy for you guys with that, though. I mean, even though it's not Thanks, like man. right now, like going on. I mean, you fucking accomplished your dreams, dude. Like, yeah, you can't. It's incredible, man. It's a lot of hard work and a, and a decent amount of luck. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, absolutely. 
but to go from, from high school to like, I'm going to join this band to the stratosphere to then like, I'll tell you this. So this, I'll tell you this quick story. I, I'll put it out there now because it didn't work. But a friend of mine who's, uh, I can't say his name, but he liked how I would get guests on the show uh, just by like reaching out and talking to people. But he's like, how would you like to start it backwards? I'm going to give you a phone number, check your phone, and you get him on the show, but you can't tell him where you got the number and you have to do it cold call. It's Lars from Metallica. And so he sends me Lars's phone number. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Then he sends me a text chain of him and Lars. And I was like, okay, it's real. So I'm like, now I have to figure out how to reverse engineer getting Lars to somehow respond to the text and then come on the show. And it totally didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here on the on the edge of my seat going, all right, this is gonna be a great Lars story. Totally I've didn't work. I've become friendly with Lars over the years now. That's too, what I'm saying. Like, like your oh, buddies on, with Lars, that, like get that good story. Is but yeah, so yeah, shitty story, but uh the sentiment <laughs> was nice. I'm sure I'm blocked. I sent one uh, text and I I sat on it, read it over it like six times. Like, this has gotta work, this has gotta be perfect, it's gotta be not too pushy, but also direct. And you, gotta, and you gotta fake the funk a little bit, and yeah. you know, like you know, pretend, yeah. like have the confidence that, like, oh, I, I know you're gonna do this. Exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. And it didn't work. It didn't work. No, he didn't respond. What a shame. What a shame. It's an iPhone. I couldn't tell if it was red or not. I didn't get a receipt or anything like that. But you know what? I just <laughs> left it at that. I was like, you know what? Maybe later. I'll try again. Yeah, down the line. Just keep going at it. Yeah. How many episodes are you in now, into now? <sighs> Dude, this is gonna be episode one eighty six. I think. Damn, congratulations. Coming up on 200. Dude. Jesus. Well, I have over 200 done. I just, I'm oh. doing the, uh, well, this will be involved in it, but at that 12 days of Christmas, mm -hmm. the 12 episodes deal. And uh, I just, I'm laid off from work. So now I'm podcasting full time, which is crazy. Like, wow. I didn't realize you got, uh, you got laid out from work. Well, I have, to hear that. I have unemployment and stuff, so I'm fine. But like mm -hmm. the, the, it's weird getting up and doing what I want to do that day. Mm -hmm. it's a strange concept to me. So like, <laughs> like right, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to talk to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's well, it, it seems to be working out. You're in the studio now. We got to, after, after we finish this thing up, I got to get you on the phone. I have some, I have some questions. I have some probing to do for you. Okay. We may have to do that a little <laughs> bit later. Cause I have, yeah. after this, I've got a call and then, and then Ellis. No, I just went man. But we can do it today. I just, you're I, unemployed. I'm virtually unemployed right now with the pandemic. Like that's, I mean, let's be honest. We got plenty of fucking time right now. Yeah, dude. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully some of those, uh, those royalty checks for 16 cents start coming your way. It's gotta yeah, be close to time. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Dude. They, that, if I had a nickel for every time those actually came in. <laughs> Man. Now we're just talking fucking cents. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's that episode of Seinfeld where he gets all the checks from his grandmother and then cashes them all at once because he, he felt it, bad? And then it breaks her. Yeah. <laughs> she has that's to so go good. to the bank and figure it's out what happened. It's such a great episode. Oh, my God. That's, that show's that. so good. I, I just started rewatching uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm at night. Oh. You know, HBO Max came out and I started messing with the, with the app. Mm -hmm. And I'm going through and I'm like, oh, Curb. I love Curb. I went through and then I got caught up to season seven where they do the Seinfeld reunion. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty yes. fucking awesome. Where was it? George gets rich off the 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 eye toilet. The eye toilet, yeah. And then he loses it all to Bernie Madoff. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible it. shit, dude. I love it. Uh, so HBO Max. I've been watch rewatching Oz. Have you seen Oz? Okay. 
I never watched it. <sighs> I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard great things about it, but it's great. It's I just shot really it. weird. It's shot with one. I don't know the camera. You might know, you know more about the camera stuff than I do, but the camera angles, it moves quickly. It's not like a cinematic camera. Mm. It's like a VHS oh, like almost. The, it's weird. Kind of like the uh, live motion. Is that like the live motion kind of vibe? Maybe. It's like, so when you do like a quick shot where someone's over here and you look over here, there's not like that little bit of cinematic drag to it. It's just kind of like, whoop, there it is. So it's like. Gotcha. It's weird. So it's, but the the writing is so good and it's so violent and it it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> you gotta well, watch it. I'll put it on the list. It's I'll put good. it on the list. I've been told to watch The Wire and I haven't done that yet. But uh, there's so many dude. fucking shows out there, Dewey. You can't keep up. I can't keep up with it. There's no way you're keeping up with it. Yeah, I got you got you got more kids than I do. I got one kid. You only get to watch fucking TV after they go to bed. Let's be honest. And yep. like then you're fucking tired. Yeah. Like shit. Getting old fucking sucks, man. It does. I got to be honest. I've, like over the last uh, couple of years, I've noticed it. I'm just like, get all these fucking grays I got going on and everything. It's just like. I used to nice. be a young, young, studly looking fucking rock star individual. And now I'm just like this old fuck. It's crazy. <laughs> but you're still a rock star individual. Technically. Yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's my side gig. It's your side gig now. Yeah, that's what's funny about it is it's your side gig. <laughs> it's something I used to do and may do again. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get off my ass and do it again one day. Dude, are they saying anything? I know you guys are probably in good touch with Live Nation or Ticketmaster. I mean, the Rise Against guys were telling me about the vaccine stuff earlier than I saw it on the news. But have you mm -hmm. heard anything promising to where it could come back next year? Are you guys pushing stuff way out? I mean, we're still pushing stuff out because we're we're going to err on the side of caution. Um, yeah, we got we all have young families. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're not necessarily scared for anything like that. I know that that would be the obvious correlation when I say young families, it's not that it's just, we have young families and we're kind of using this time to spend with them as well. And mm -hmm. as well as perfecting an album that we've been working on, frankly, for like two years now. So, yeah. um, it's, it's about getting that record sounding right, taking our time doing it and spending time with our families. And when things do get back to concerts and everything that th those will happen again, um, someday I don't have exactly a timeline and I'd be really ir irresponsible if I was to throw out like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Summer of 2021. Everyone's going to be able to fucking mosh again. Yeah. I don't know that that's the fucking case, but I do, but I, there are some promising numbers that are coming out that show that it's possible, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but we're going to err on the side of caution for our fans too, and make sure that like everything's working good. Everything's back to normal. We've We've, we've taken off enough time. We spent time with our family. We've put out a, a record that we're extremely proud of or that we're putting together right now. Um, and eventually mm -hmm. when we're ready to, when it's ready and we're ready, we'll release it. And we'll go back out on the road. And that's our plan. Whenever that is, um, is still up to, you know, the powers that be in the world and pandemic and everything like that. When concerts can go back to normal. Cause I see, we see a lot of these cool ideas of these driving um, things or the pods at festivals or whatever social distancing they're able to accomplish on concerts right now, which is really cool that they're trying something new and they're trying to adapt to it. Um, for us, we really, really want to try to make sure that when we return, it's in the same capacity we left it at. Mm -hmm. And um, just because, you know, it's great. Again, it's great that everybody is finding their way to, to get through this other artists for us. We're kind of using it as a time to take a break in a, in a, in a, in a manner of speaking, 
not a break from music, not a break from the band. We're still writing, as I said, creating this new record. Very hands on with our uh, with our merch that we took back. Uh, I guess it's been two years now. We took back our merch and we've been doing a merch ourselves with the help of the Black Craft Cult mm-hmm. uh, clothing line. So um, those two things. I mean, we're still very hands on. We're still working. It's just not the touring capacity of working that is happening right now. We're well, we'll kind of take that hiatus that's kind of been forced upon us and just kind of find a silver lining in it and uh, wait till we can properly get back out there mm-hmm. and do what we are comfortable with and what we want. We know our fans want to be able to do. And that's fucking being a crowd, having fun. You know, if, if you're of age, having some drinks in between the sets and getting in the mosh pit, you know, just mm-hmm. just that that party atmosphere like that. That's a, that's what we've always uh, strived to to really create over the years is kind of this party atmosphere, this fun, you know, let's get together. Let's listen to music together that we've created and, and uh, this community, let's get everyone together. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what this music has always been about for us. So to kind of take away from that for, you know, a year or two that it's going to inevitably be, um, in the long run, we don't want to look back at it and be like, Oh, we had to do that. You know, we Mm -hmm. want it all to, you know, we want this pandemic to be a blimp, not a, not a statement, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. You guys, I mean, you guys have done, I mean, you guys have done the right things. You guys are lucky enough to, to achieve enough success, I believe. And this is, and, and not to be crass, but you know, you guys made your nut to where this year or two off isn't going to be detrimental to where it's like, oh shit, everything's over. I need to go work at Pizza Hut. You guys yeah. are extremely lucky in that aspect. But also when it did start, you guys did the the deal to stay home, like, you know, check in with us doing the merch deals and stuff to like using your influence for for good things during the time, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I, one of the only bands I saw to do that. But also the weird thing now is there's no like there's always competition between bands and like, well, we got to do this at this time or this band's going to pass us, blah, blah, blah. That seems like it's kind of stopped. Everything's kind of on freeze. So yeah. like besides the live stream stuff, no one's really progressing beyond anyone else right now. It's like it's just going to start up again and everything will go back to the way it was like it was on freeze. It's weird. The weirdest yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. And I and, and I get that. And I get both. I get the other side of it, too. Where artists like, OK, we have to do something. We're not at that level yet. We haven't been, you know. Yeah. Maybe we've only been doing this for 15 years versus 20, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever the, whatever the difference is or whatever level of success. Is, I understand why other artists would, would want to, or need to, or feel more inclined to do certain things during the pandemic, you know, these uh, live stream concerts and bringing in money that way. And, um, and a lot of, a lot of other artists have gone the route of doing those and giving all of that money to, um, to different charities and mm-hmm. specific, and especially, uh, as you know, like the roadie, um, uh, uh, charities that are out there. Yeah. I'm trying to blank on all of them right now, but like roadie strong and a couple others, like I, I get people asking me uh, around the neighborhood and everything like, well, what do you do? What are these other bands and what are these other guys doing and stuff like, well, you know, what really fucking sucks for is the roadies who actually do everything, work their asses off mm-hmm. and they, they live paycheck to paycheck just as much as anyone else out there. Yeah. And you know, they're expecting, you know, I have this two month gig right here. I'm going to be home for a week and I'm back on the, on the road with another band right away. Yep. And that's how they live. And they're, they haven't been able to do that. And that's just, fuck. I think, I think they're dealing with it a lot worse than, than any bands really. Yeah. 
I know there was all this backlash or something that like thought, like Mastodon was going on unemployment. And I was like, I don't think people realize the amount of money that legitimately actually comes in after everyone's paid, after every, all the plane tickets are paid. Uh, and they made a breakdown. I don't know if you saw it. It was in an article. They went and played like three shows in Australia, a week of shows in Australia, made a certain amount of money, and then they showed where all of it went and how much of it actually trickled down to them. And mm -hmm. it was peanuts. Yeah, I and didn't see that, but I but I people I've been don't at realize this that for a minute. I yeah. know exactly how it goes. <laughs> exactly. So people, I think, have an inflated view of what's what people have and what they're doing, and so they were kind of shocked. Like, well, they've been off for a year, and they're not touring, and that's how they make money. Like, yeah, of course. I it, mean, that's. I mean, yeah, and it's and it just there's so many factors that go into it. Too. Yeah, you know, it's just there's a bunch of different factors that go into it. So. I, I feel for the guys who um, who are hurting right now, and you know, it's not like we're sitting. I'm not sitting here <laughs> spending all the money and going crazy while everyone's <laughs> like, no, I, 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 I made some cuts around the house too. You know, I got a fucking three year old son I got to take care of and shit. Well, hell so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing people don't realize is you and I talked to the Portugal guys about this because you guys have to make all your money up front because you don't have a pension. Like no. you can make investments, but you don't have. Like I have a pension through work that builds and builds and I get paid every month when I retire. Yeah, you have to make, you guys we have, have to, to make those ourselves. Exactly. We have to make those ourselves because yep. we're the bosses. And you have to pay your own taxes. <laughs> you have to pay for all, everything. Yeah. It's crazy. One second. I got to do something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See if I fixed it. You gonna put your hair to the other side? No. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes. No, I got this fucking light coming in on my fucking face. Dude, right it's there. nice. It's nice. Looks like You're I'm glowing. glowing. Yeah. I'm glowing. Yeah. I'll take it. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Next question. Dude, you know, I don't. Yeah, I wish I had questions. <laughs> I know. You know how I roll. I love doing this podcast because there isn't any questions. I know. It's in questions come to mind, of course, but I mean, I could think of a thousand, but. Have you heard the other thing I want to ask you about? Because you know you have ties to this. Is Chain Reaction shutting down? Mm -hmm. Is that? Have you heard if they're actually closing the door? Or are they are people like working on saving this place? Well, people are working on saving it around here. Okay, um, I've, I know we've we've uh, actively um, we've we've done a couple posts, and I think we're we're discussing uh, what we could do next. Um, I don't know if it is officially shut down yet, um, but I, I think it's. It's on the brink, and there's a lot of uh, good people here in Orange County. A lot of great bands, a lot of great people, just fans of the place. I mm -hmm. mean, there's in Orange County. If you're in, a, if you were a successful band that came through Orange County, you played Chain Reaction at one point. Hundred percent. And I mean, it's it's. It, I've played there several times. I played there with like stupid little garage bands playing, you know, talent shows on open mic night to. You know, coming back and doing it with uh, Venge Sevenfold for like a secret show, and it was mm -hmm. you know people piled outside. I mean, we could only fit like three hundred people in that in that room. Yeah. Um. So it's it's iconic. I mean, I saw a lot of my first punk rock bands there, uh, Angry Samoans and stuff there mm -hmm. when I was you know growing up, and it was it's just a really rad punk rock style venue, all ages. It's the only one of its kind in, in Orange County ever was, and the fact that it's on the break of going down is, is really sad for a lot of the artists here. And, uh, yeah, we're trying, um, I wish I had done my homework and had something I could send everyone to, to help out if they, <laughs> if they felt so inclined. But if you guys, I mean, certainly just go 
and uh, Google search Chain Reaction Orange County, and I'm sure you can find a whole bunch of shit um, if you are so inclined to help out in any way there. Yeah, I'll put something into the show notes and stuff for it, a link or, or whatnot, or in the intro, because, uh, yeah, I played that club so many times with multiple bands, and it is, it, I always look forward to playing that, mainly because it's a fun. it was where Thrice played, and we were huge Thrice mm-hmm. fans, still are, but like, that was like our band when we were starting out to where like, holy shit, we, like, we saw this on a DVD, like we're going to play there. And we get there and doing like, we did a label showcase for Fearless there. And uh, of course, Fearless was like, oh, it sounded like shit, but it always sounds like shit. I was like, dude, this place is awesome. But, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. T-shirts on the wall. sound like shit. Exactly. It's not the Troubadour, but no. it's, it's fucking, it's a, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, there's so many venues like that around the country, and it's did they so did they give sad. you access to the uh, to the backstage? They did. The, so the dressing like, room, it goes down. So there's the door on the side of the stage. It goes down that little hallway, and then it was like this big like construction zone area with a couple couches that just kept like morphing. It seemed yeah. like the next strip mall, whatever over, was like opened up in there. Yeah, so they did for sure. Okay, yeah, because sometimes I'd been on on either side of it where I'd be waiting in the parking lot to play mm-hmm. or I'd actually be in the in the green room or, you know, whatever they, they called it at the time. Dude, we hoped to make it to the green room just because we were so busy. Like, we'd have interviews yeah. in the parking lot and then all the label people were there wanting to talk. That's where Nick Storch first flew out to see us and so he took mm-hmm. us out to dinner one of the times. So we never even made it to the green room and uh, <laughs> you, remember, you remember those days. You still have those days, uh. but you remember those days of getting taken out to dinner and you're just like, all right, we'll, th- we'll go or yeah. whatever you want. Okay. I remember sure will. those days. Those days don't happen anymore. <laughs> now we're taking everyone else out to dinner. It's crazy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I ran. I can complain about that. You know, I'm just saying. I'm trying to remember the last person to take us out to dinner that was like a notable person because we, after that, I was still drinking at the time and I drove. Afterwards, I ran through two stoplights and then got on the freeway oh, going the wrong direction. And this I was is why no. this is why Dewey doesn't drink anymore, everybody. <laughs> this is one of the is. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best you don't. <laughs> yes. So I was no longer allowed to drive. So I was kind of stoked on that because it meant I get to sleep Ooh, all night and out. stuff. That's yeah. a good out right there in the van. It days. was great. It was great. Smart move. Smart move. Dude, I remember you guys. We played shows with you guys in the van days where you guys would oh, come yeah. in. It was amazing because you came in. I don't know if I talked about this last time. What club was this? It was in Dallas. Not the door, the the gypsy ballroom. Gypsy um, ballroom. Yeah, we did. We talked a little bit about this. We yes, did. Well, but you guys we came were... into soundcheck in pajamas, but still had makeup on from the night before because you're in the oh, van. Yeah. I oh, was yeah. like, God, I wish I had pictures of this. It was incredible <laughs> because it was just like when you talk about getting like the magic pulled back, right? Like you go backstage and you see who someone's really like. This is like yesterday's makeup. Probably haven't showered in three days because you're in the van like us. Yeah, and I was I just mean, like, where wow. Did you shower at? It was incredible. And then, uh, yeah, just everyone's up there shredding. And we're just like, God, we got to practice more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it was those were those were some fun times. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, you say, like, pull back the curtain and everything. That, that was legit then, too, because we actually like, you know, uh, we still like to keep some of our mystique. We don't we don't give the entire hand out there. But for the most part, like. We've evolved into it a little bit of like giving a peek into our our real lives a little bit, but back in the day, we we were so far from that. We were we're on the stage, we're we're on makeup, we're we're still interacting. You guys are the fans. We're not here without you. You know that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But 
we're still we're we're putting on the show you know we're yeah we're these characters that we're playing you know and mm-hmm. uh that's that that's how it was for a long time and then i feel like over the years you start to loosen those loosen those reins up a little bit and let uh, you know let a little peek behind the curtain then obviously with my show everyone's learning everything there is to know about me i've actually gotten to the point where i don't give a fuck anymore but i got <laughs> i got i got to worry about four other of my of my uh, closest friends so I try not to give away the farm every time. Yeah, but you, you. So I wanted to talk about that because with this show, it started out. It was on the Avenged Sevenfold channels, but mm-hmm. then you pulled it off there and put it on your own. So you've kind of gone on your own, which is awesome. Have there been? Would you say most of your listeners are Avenged Sevenfold fans or fans of of the show? Because I think you've really broken off to a new thing here, from what I've um, seen from the outside well, looking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and I would say. I would say there's a fair amount of people who are who have become just fans from the show. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had people commenting and people uh, come in and be like, "I didn't even realize you were who this guy was. That's this is Johnny from Avenged Sevenfold. I had no idea." And they're like, "We're already watching and listening to the show and being like really into it." And yeah, they were fans of Avenged as well, but they didn't even put two and two together sometimes. So I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the majority of them. I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, "I've created this amazing thing." No, it's a uh, you know majority of it would be Avenged Sevenfold fans. Absolutely. But as the, as time goes on, I'm seeing more and more people come in and saying, just found the channel. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Getting great feedback. You know, it's, it's rare that you get the shitheads that come in and say, you know, their, their criticism of, of what you're trying to do. But, uh, uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm just having so much fucking fun with it, to be honest. And I'm glad I was able to take it on to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Early on, the reason why I was with Avenged on the Avenged Sevenfold YouTube channel is because the early iteration of the show was going to be, you know, a 15, 20 minute web series that was going to be just on YouTube. And it was going to be predominantly, we make some drinks, we, you know, either play a game or do something silly and it was going to be more fun, you know, talk showy, like I said, web series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we started putting some of those things on, on a podcast format on just audio and created the podcast and really wasn't doing much with it. I was just kind of like, Oh yeah, it's fine. We'll just, we'll take the audio from what we're doing over here and put it over here. And then I really started getting into the podcasting aspect of it. And it started just kind of evolving and morphing into what it is now where it's just, yeah, it's called drinks with Johnny, but it's the drinks is just like a different way of saying conversation or icebreaker, you know, where it's just, it's just good conversation with interesting people is, is, is the goal. And, you know, we'll sit there for somewhere around an hour, give or take, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the, uh, the threshold of the guest <laughs> and, like, yeah. and just doing it, doing it for myself and having it as I'm, I've made the joke that avenged is a side gig, but obviously Johnny Cr- John, drinks with Johnny is the uh, side gig. And, uh, <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've had a lot of fun with this side gig and, uh, seeing the community build from it, like we send out a weekly newsletter at, at from drinkswithgiant.com and like that newsletter community has grown, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're finding new ways. Like uh, we're talking about getting a digital street team together and it's really becoming its its own thing, which was really not what I imagined for it, you know? And then yeah. I just kind of been willing to uh, adapt to the, the fan base and what's going on mm-hmm. really to just keep it going. And, you know, when, when an opportunity opens up this way, instead of just going, no, this is the way the show's supposed to be. I'm going, oh, okay, well let's, let's move with this. Let's, let's, let's be liquid here and let's, let's move with everything. 
and you know, I think I just went off on a completely different tangent of what you asked about, but no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but dude. The, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, I, I've grown to, to, uh, to enjoy the sound of my own voice as I'm talking, uh, uh from doing the show for so long now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a weird thing to get used to, dude. It's so weird. It's really dude, weird. When you listen back to do it, like I listen back to do my own editing on the audio side mm-hmm. and uh, do background music and stuff. It's so annoying to listen to myself. It really is. <laughs> I, I, I get so bummed out and I'm just like, why did I say that? Why do I sound like that? Like just so much criticism. I, for all of the comments and all the haters out there that want to like come on drinks with Johnny and like, like bash it or whatever, just know I've already bashed it way worse than you can. So just, <laughs> you know, have at it have fun <laughs> you're getting bashers no not really okay just like because to, yeah. you do a really good job i was talking so i've had a couple i've had a couple people tell me that i don't let the guests talk enough <laughs> okay <laughs> i've gotten the same thing but uh or i get the thing where people want the formulaic interview yeah. So like Daryl from Glassjaw came on. We talked about summer camp. We talked about, you know, like all sorts of things that I thought were interesting. And this dude got on and just lambasted me about uh, what a wasted hour, you know, of, of time. You had an hour with Daryl and you asked him about nothing about Glassjaw. It's like... <laughs> So fucking what? And I so I wrote him. I was like, you, you can know go what? find all that shit. You can go find all that shit somewhere else on a real interview. This is a podcast. It's about having a conversation, getting a real look at someone rather yeah. than the diatribe of fucking same questions asked and same answers answered every single fucking interview. Yeah, we've been on the side of the of these things, folks. I've been on the other side of them. I'm telling you, it's not fun for the interviewer and it's not fun for the guy getting interviewed every time. Exactly. This is a better way of getting a little look into your 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 heroes. Exactly. And that's like, and so I was not going to respond, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to respond to this one. And I just laid into him. I was like, dude, you want to do a better job? I want you to let me know when you have the gear and I will connect you with Daryl and I will have you on with him for one hour and I want you to do a better job. And <laughs> I, I said more than that. And I got pretty mad yeah. and I was like. You know, you don't have to listen to the show, but you felt the need to. And he did it. He didn't DM me. He did it in the comments. Ooh. So I was like, so you put it out there in public, which is fine. So I'm going to respond in public and then DM me. Let's talk. We talked it out through a couple messages. I explained my approach and, you know, in a mature adult way. And he's like, man, I'm really sorry. Like, I was just pissed off. Like, you know, shit was going on in my life. I was like, let's I'll buy you a drink next time you're in town. I was like, cool, man. And, uh. But yeah, so did you I know. Ever get that, did you ever get that ginger ale? No, I did not. That Shirley Temple, <laughs> I did not. Shirley Temple, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Missed but it. I know what you're talking about with that, and it, it it hurts a little bit because this is a very personal thing that we're doing, to yeah. where you put yourself out there, right? Like, uh, and you more so than me because you're way more of a public figure than I am. So the funny thing is, like, people are like, "Well, why don't you say that?" Well, that person knows who I am because of what I do, right? Like, so then mm-hmm. it's going to be all over Loudwire and blah, 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 blah. When I say something like that, it's not over. If it is on Loudwire, it's because the guest said something that not me. So yeah. I can do a lot more. But what we do is is so personal. And I don't think people understand it. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey. I want to tell you about some new releases coming up from Equal Vision Records. As you guys know, Equal Vision Records is my family, and so are these bands. I really want you to check these out. We've got Hot Water Music with their 10th studio album, Vows, out May 10th. 
featuring guest appearances by Dallas Green of City and Color, Thrice, The Interrupters, and Brendan and Daniel from Turnstile. See them on their 30th anniversary tour with Quicksand in the States in May and June and Europe in November. Hotwatermusic.com for more info. We also have Be Well with their new 7-inch, A Tap I Can't Turn Off, out now. First new music in two years from this band. This band is incredible, featuring members of Battery, Bane, Darkest Hour, and Fairweather. See them on tour with I Am The Avalanche in June. Equalvision.com for more info on that. And just your general information on Equalvision Records, you're always going to find something you like at Equalvision.com. Go there for vinyl and merch from all of your favorite bands. Check out Hot Water Music's new record and Be Well's new 7-inch now. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey from Pure Pleasure, and I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, DistroKid. DistroKid distributes your music across all online platforms. They are an amazing company. I've enjoyed working with them the last few weeks, and they're going to be with us for a while, and I really, really appreciate that. I love working with great companies, and DistroKid is one of them. Uh, They have an awesome thing they're doing right now called Splits. Now, if you're working, as most people are, online, doing collaborations with people from all over the country, all over the world, as easy as that is with the internet, uh, you want to get those people paid when you put that music online. And splits can do that. You can add an unlimited amount of collaborators to any track. You can change the splits at any time. You can add or remove collaborators at any time. You can see previous splits. And all your collaborators are going to have to do is sign up for a DistroKid membership, a DistroKid account, so they can get paid. And as always, DistroKid never takes a cut. You and your collaborators get 100% of the earnings in total. A couple other awesome things that they do is they set up an official artist YouTube channel. Uh, You can use Spotify Canvas, synced lyrics, promo card to promote your release on social media, a mini video for your socials as well. There's just so many awesome things about using DistroKid. And like I said, I don't advertise things I don't use, haven't signed up for. I have signed up for this. It is a breeze, literally a breeze. And you can get going right away. So definitely check out DistroKid. And I want to give you 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. That is distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for Peer Pleasure Podcast. Once again, that is 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP. Go check out DistroKid right now. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for 30% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Hey guys, this is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I wanted to tell you about Premium Pleasure, our premium subscription service that's available now. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. There's three tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one is $5 a month. It gets you the ad-free experience. 
Tier two gets you access to the Peer Pleasure Passcast. It gets you access to the videos of the interviews. It gets you merch discounts. Tier three is $20 a month. That gets you all of that. It gets you the Passcast, gets you the video footage, discounts on merchandise, and monthly Zoom calls well, with myself and other guests. We're going to have all kinds of stuff in there for you. There's all kinds of stuff in there for you now. There is, uh, I believe, 30 to 40 videos of these interviews. There is uh, multiple episodes of the Passcast. The Passcast is a podcast that I'd started separately that is me and another podcaster or me and a guest uh, discussing a deep dive into their favorite episode of Peer Pleasure. Um, so there's a bunch of those on there. So so-and-so and I would talk about the Chino Moreno episode. So-and-so and I would talk about uh, the Yvette Young episodes. And we would do a deep dive and tell where they came from, how we got the guest, stories of uh, that weren't discussed on the podcast or maybe weren't in there. Um, it's just another glimpse behind the curtain. So that's the big deal with this premium service is giving you a glimpse behind the curtain of how the podcast is made, gives you access to things I'm doing and things that we're doing with the show, um, gives you, you know, ad free stuff. It gives you just all kinds of, of things that we could throw in there to help make it a valuable part of your month. Cause I put everything out there on this show. I put everything I have into this show. Um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not going to have any left. So I appreciate it. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure. But it's so cool. And doesn't it feel good because a lot of the achievements through Avenged have been as a group of people. Mm-hmm. This is yours. Like this, the, yeah. the good things that come in from this are because of what you do. And speaking of going, so me and my car being doing things, weird things in weird places. Sam, who works for you, yeah, called me a few months back after the EVR signing, just to kind of see what was going on with that and to catch up. I was in the bathtub eating chicken wings <laughs> from the day before. <laughs> wait, wait, I, okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you paint this picture and then I'm going to have to okay. fucking get some detail. Perfect. So uh, my wife took the kids camping middle of the week. We had chicken wings the night before from this place called Wingstop. Shout out to Wingstop. They're awesome. Um, There's a bunch left over and I, and they were camping. I got home from work and literally I was like, I'm going to take a bath. And you know what? I didn't eat lunch today at work. I'm just going to have some shit. I'm going to eat chicken wings in the bathtub. Because on tour, we used to, like, we'd eat fried chicken or something. We'd throw it in a bowl in a hot tub at someone's house and pass it to each other. It just became this thing. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to eat chicken wings in my bathtub. But I had my AirPods in because I was listening to a podcast. And my AirPods start ringing, and it's Sam. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take this call. So I did. And we were on the phone for, like, 45 minutes. And I'm sitting there eating chicken. I don't even think he knew. He might still not know. But I had to like maintain. And uh, so, it, yeah, that became a thing to where now it's it's uh, with Dan from EcoVision, like about eating chicken wings in the bathtub because I told him the story. I think that's got to be the only way you podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've thought you, about I mean, it. No, honestly, this this is something that you could do. So, so I'm, I'm, I've got the picture in my head. You've got now, now, now when you say wing stop hot, your chicken wings, you're talking some hot wings, you're talking some Buffalo, or you're talking yeah. some, some just original, okay. original hot. And so they're not like saucy. It's, it's like they're cold from the night before from the nice. fridge. So they don't drip. Okay. 
They don't. Okay. No, there's no, no, no crumbs. No, no, no. Are you a, are you a bubble bath guy? Are you? No. A, no, no, I okay. my house is from 1904 and it's got a clawfoot tub, so I can actually fit it and stretch my legs out. It's That's wonderful. nice. But it's got gotta, the wraparound shower bubbles. curtain. See, now you, you need to add the bubbles to the next conversation. You need to add them. And maybe a little bit of bath salts. A little blue Get cheese. Get yourself really nice in the mood. Maybe a candle next to you. Uh-huh. And then, uh, see, you could take this idea. I'm not, I'm not going to charge you for okay. it. Okay. You got to start doing your podcast on YouTube as well, and that will be your videos. You get a nice camera angle of you in the in the in the bathtub having a conversation with with someone like myself over uh-huh. a Zoom call, but you have everyone record themselves separate so you can put it together on mm-hmm. YouTube, and every time it comes back to you, but you're just just as pan faced as you are now. Just yeah. there's nothing Straight weird up. going on here. I'm just in my bathtub and with some bubbles chicken wing and some coming chicken wings. in to play. Yeah, chewing. I mean, I just as I'm visualizing it now, I think this would be. <laughs> This would be viral within weeks of you of you doing this, and it'd be another another source of income for you. So I give that to you. Awesome! I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that. our part three. When we do a part three, I will be in the bathtub eating chicken, dude. And I'm gonna put to. a little I lavalier mic next to the water so you can hear the little dribbles or like movements. See, I had to move. I'm oh, laughing. That would be so awful for but, any uh, listeners. Like they're just hearing <laughs> you chew on a fucking <laughs> chicken bone and hear. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? Oh, a little blue cheese drip floating in there. But dude, here's the other thing that's going to paint this picture even better for you. I spent the time with Sam talking about the deal with EBR, mm-hmm. but then talking about you and how much I love what you're doing. So I was literally emoting about another man to a man on the phone in the bathtub eating chicken wings about how much I like your laugh, like your laugh on the podcast is so warm and it, it's like a familiar sound to me when I'm listening to the show and I know you're about to go off. I love it because it's hilarious. I, it's just one of the things you do <laughs> that I you, like. Man. Right. So like, and I was planning on telling you this anyways, but I'm talking to Sam about the things I really like that you're doing. And he's, you know, either agreeing or things he didn't notice. Um, but I'm literally naked in the bathtub that's eating so chicken wings awesome. while I'm doing this. I am so flattered, so honored that, that I was that I was part of that I was in anyone's mouth instead of the chicken wing at e- that time. Exactly, you were coming <laughs> out of my mouth. You were you were oozing oozing oh, you out of my mouth that. into the. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh man! Terrifying. Oh yeah, exactly, it, exactly. But it was it was a wonderful moment. And after I hung up from Sam, all I wanted to do was relax. Yeah. I hadn't relaxed yet. I'm still like in go mode. And then I hang up five minutes later, Zach Blair from Rise Against calls me to ask me the same thing about the EBR deal. And I'm still in the bath. So I had to get <laughs> out of the bath with him and try to make it not sound like an avalanche of water is coming down and like, what the fuck are you doing over there? No, so you got to just own it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For the podcast, when you start making it a YouTube series, you just got to own it. You got to like... Like your whole intro should be the bath, like filling up, like yes. you just talking over like your intro, like uh, this week's guest is going to be blah, blah, blah from wherever. And we're going to, we're going to have this wonderful conversation. I've got my rose petals out. I've got my bubble bath filling up right now. You could hear it in the background and it's all filling up. Yep. And of course I have my cold chicken wings and some, we're about ready to start another episode of pure pleasure. Some quick cuts of the water pouring in. And then <laughs> so like real Fabio moments. And then like a bucket of chicken rolls in. Dude, like we 
just this, rolls in uh, on a I, tray. Can I produce this for you? Yes, can you can, please. You? <laughs> please. And we'll buy we'll be like those YouTubers that buy a separate house just to record the films of their kids opening gifts and playing with stuff. You know, oh, they that. have like a second home with nothing on the oh, walls. We can whore out our children. It's too? where they shoot. I wouldn't want them in there. But uh well, not we, in the we could hire some kids and and, and they could hold, pretend that they're they ours. could hold the boom. <laughs> it just keeps dripping down. Honey, come on now. Get it up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're holding the boom while you're in the tub, yeah. that would be that would be awful, but so funny in the same way because you'd have a lot of uh, deleted scenes. I'd just be there with my with my camera filming them film you. Yeah. So I'd have like the good deleted scenes. But everything around the bathtub on the counters and stuff, or like if say there's a little like a tile backsplash with like a, a where normally your soap and stuff would be, you have stuff that does mm -hmm. not belong in a bathtub, like a toaster. Or like other things <laughs> that are just so fucked up. You got like you an don't old say school about. Uh, old school tape cassette boombox. Yeah, like fucking like just ready there to yeah. like plug in. Awesome Everything's music. plugged yeah. in. There's like a power strip <laughs> above. <laughs> just what what are these episodes? Dewey just might leave us. Yep. Might leave this world. Let's yes. keep let's keep watching. <laughs> it's electrifying. It's a shocking shocking or the most shocking YouTube content you've ever seen. Uh, yes, that would be glorious. Um, but the end on the Patreon would be me standing up full frontal, but bubbles yeah. everywhere. Have you seen that family guy where Jesus yeah. stands up and he just looks at the guy and squeezes the sponge and it washes all the bubbles away, but he's just looking him in the eye. I think, I think you're, I think you're going beyond Patreon there onto an OnlyFans account <sighs> is, what, is what you're starting to describe. Let's start OnlyFans accounts. You and I <laughs> will be the first podcasters to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's see where they put the microphone today. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Peer Pleasure. Hi, I'm Dewey. How are you? <laughs> no one would pay to see this. No one would pay to see this. We could only get Mike Patton and uh, uh, Mike Patton and who else? Um, Alexis from Daughters. They've been known to stick the microphone up their ass on stage on the show. Those are the only people you can yeah, get. The only because, people, but hey, hey, if you want to see it, you yeah, got to pay. Stop clenching. 15 bucks mic. a month. Give me that mic. Yeah. I'm gonna spit some game on this mic. I'm gonna spit something on this I'm mic. Spit That's this. <laughs> uh, we need to. Just, everyone listening right now, just like, what the fuck is going on now? This is the best. Like, where did this? Where did this go? Yeah. Where did this go? Do you ever? Do you? <laughs> oh, if I you can't ask even go me there. another question about where I put my microphone, I can't even go there. No, I was gonna say something <laughs> like, do something really fucked up to your guest's microphone when you were doing in person, where you put a little something underneath the underneath this. No, I would, only, just do talking, that. I would only do that to my, I would only do that to my closest friends. Perfect. Like, but now they'll never listen to this. So the sinister gates, you just gave me a great idea for the next time I have him on. Perfect. Brian. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> we'll call him Brian. 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 We'll call him. Yes, Brian. Yes, Brian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other cool thing that I was telling Sam about what I like about your show is you don't just go out and get, like go down your roster of people that you've befriended throughout the years and just throw out mega star after mega star. You go who you're actually interested to talk to in the podcast setting. And I admire yeah. that a lot because it exposes Thank me you. to a bunch of people I've never seen before. But it's also sometimes it's like, man, what are these guys going to talk about? And I love that because it makes me think that, you know, mm -hmm. where I do this too. But like same time, like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. You know, like it's, I like that about it. You know, no, it's, like it's you, you, it's not look who Johnny Christ knows, you know, every once in a while there's a, 
massive star on there, but you're friends with these people. But like, mm-hmm. I, I like that you just pick who you really want to talk to because that's the only way to do this. Yeah. Otherwise, if oh, you're no, not interested, you know, I mean, oh you've, you've been doing it for longer than I have. And that's absolutely right. I mean, I have to have an interest. They have to have an interest. Mm-hmm. That way the conversation can go where it needs to. I yeah. mean, I have a, I have, especially for people I haven't met, I have, you know, my notes, I still make my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I have some stuff to fall back on if the conversation goes. And mine is, has become a little bit more traditional interview in a way. It's not really still, but you know, it, it, it can start to get that way sometimes. Um, and not in a bad way. I, I actually enjoy it because these are the questions that I have. I'm not exactly. You know, it's what you want to like, know. I want to know how does this shit work? Like exactly. how, how did this happen to you? Those kind of things. And I think if I'm interested in it, someone else should be interested in it too. Right. Absolutely. Um, and you know, through that in through the conversations, you know, like I'm getting to know people, of, you know, I've actually befriended most of the people that I haven't been in contact with before they, they've come on the show. Mm-hmm. Like sure. They probably know Avenged. They probably, and I know them from their work, but we've never crossed paths, yep. you know? And when, and this is one way that we get to cross paths in a lot of ways. And it's, it's really fun. And especially, especially under the pandemic. I mean, as we're doing this one under zoom right now, I've done almost all of season two was, was, uh, was done, uh, via zoom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, how else are we going to run, run into each other? There's no parties to go to. You know? Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's none of that stuff going on. So, and then, you know, you create these, these great friendships that might, you know, turn into something down the line. You're like, who knows? And then, you know, you're making new friends. I'm an extrovert, man. I like, I like more the merrier. I like, I like having a lot of friends and that's just, uh, that's, that's what, that's what charges me. Conversations like this, this is what charges me. When we walk away from this, I'm going to have a good rest of the day. Cause it's, I sat here and talked for a fucking hour. Yeah. I'm just, I'm like that. I, I, I can't, I didn't realize that about myself until the last couple of years, but then I was like, Oh, I actually really enjoy talking to people. So I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah, I hope <laughs> whether, so. Whether or not anyone fucking listens, I'm just going to keep fucking doing it. <laughs> I hope so, dude, because it's a special thing. It really is. And like you said, walking away inspired. Like I walk away inspired, like, mm-hmm. which is crazy when I do multiples in one day because I'm like on fire from the first one and I go in the next one all like stoked and fired up. And they're kind of like, what's wrong with this fucking guy? I'm sorry. I just had, I just had a great experience. I just had a bunch and, of cold um, chicken wings in the bathtub. Yeah. I'm feeling fucking great. It's like Lemmy getting what, what, how many blowjobs in, in a row to then pass out or something like that. The, the legend it's like going from one to another and not saying this is the second time I brought up blowjobs last time we talked. Yeah. It always, it always ends up going to dicks and blowjobs. Yeah, it always does. Man. Okay. Well, <laughs> is that just me though? Or is that all? Is that every it's single just one of you. your episodes? <laughs> Man, it's just I don't know what you. that says. I don't know what that says about my face. Like maybe the well, the, <laughs> maybe the light is just hitting in certain spots, and it's kind of looking like a like something happened in there. But you know, got too. <laughs> yeah, something's definitely happened in here. Uh, I don't know what something's happened in here, dude. And I, after this, you may try chicken wings in the bath and just feel like a man for a second. Like just feel you know, good. I'm I'm a bath guy. I am a bath yeah. guy. I will I will openly admit that I am a I'm a bath salt fucking bubble bath kind of guy like especially you smoke after, it or what's that do you smoke it or do you you put it you just uh, i've never it? smoked i've never smoked the bath salts oh, okay. I, I i heard i heard that's bad for you i haven't, I haven't tried you don't it. like the taste of face no 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 or not, the yet, cops? not yet <laughs> not yet I haven't, I haven't graduated that in, in the bedroom with the wife yet oh uh, one, one of these days we'll 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 graduate there no but 
I'm, I'm a bath guy. The other day, I, uh, you know, feeling a little hungover, throwing some bath salt takes the edge right off or yeah. they got these new uh bath bombs uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the cbd bath bombs then they have like a little some of them have uh some thc in it to really get it going too i do know about just, them yes yeah, i've never used there, it but the man oh dude you got to if you have them you just throw them in there dude it fucking it helps with your muscles mm -hmm. like crazy and relaxes the shit out of you man speaking of cbd we need to we need to get some sweet drop on this bad boy uh, yeah, do you do? I do, yeah. It's does he do? Does he do the 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 like the bath bombs and you stuff, or is this? it just the tinctures? Uh, right. Currently, um, to my knowledge, uh, Sweet Drop just has the uh, the oil. The oil, okay. Um, right, right now, but they got all different kinds. I'm actually, I'm gonna take some right now. Take some right now. I'm gonna try they to take some next week. They have all different kinds though, different flavors and different milligrams and everything mm -hmm. like that. Dude. It's good stuff. I, I, uh, it's been helping me like crazy, just overall mood and, uh, and I'm enormous. So I take a good amount, but at the same time, like it helps with pain. It helps with everything. Like people are saying mm -hmm. it's fake or whatever. It's like, I don't think so. I think there's science behind it that tells exactly what it does. Oh yeah. But, uh, uh yeah, it just basically takes from your new, like the stuff from what you're eating and drinking and like putting it on steroids kind of where you're absorbing yeah. more things and uh, you're getting all the nutrients out of it rather than all the bad shit that yeah. your body usually takes. And because of that, it helps with your mood. It helps with the way you feel mm -hmm. naturally. Your joints aren't going to be as swollen. You know I mean? We're getting a little older. We're talking about this. I hope there's yeah. like some 20 year old kid going, <laughs> swollen <laughs> joints. Fuck you, dude. It's going to happen to you too. Yeah, it is. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> stop jumping off base cabs and landing on your knees. You fucker. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna fucking hurt later. I yeah. promise you. Um, no, but I mean, like the the sweet drop stuff. It's it's we we were texting before about this. Like, it's actually my friend's uh, company. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a very good friend of mine. I've known him shit fucking twelve years now. Um, and he started up this business. He's got his farms. He also has you know THC farms, uh, marijuana mm -hmm. farms out all over the place. And the sweet drop is what he takes from it and extracts and gets the CBD. Excuse me. And and uh, yeah, and at sweetdrop.com they they show everything like we, you were just talking about the science of it like yeah. they, they literally there's no bullshit he doesn't have to lie or, like this is the great thing about the sweet drop uh stuff is that um it's it comes from all of the organic farms it's 100 mm -hmm. organic just like the uh uh just like all of his weed and stuff at seba creek and, uh, and these other farms that he has and it's just He's putting it out there because he knows it because he believes in the product. He's making enough money off the actual THC products. He doesn't need to do this as well. Sure. But he believes in his own product because he knows that he's he's giving everyone the pure form of shit organically. And that's what I really liked about it. He sent it to me. I, I had different CB, CBD drops before and everything. They all, they all work relatively the same. But something about Sweet Drop just made me feel a little bit better. Like my mood was mm -hmm. a little a little nicer. My wife and kid can actually tell when I haven't had my Sweet Drops in the morning. I'm, I'm not even bullshitting. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're like they're like you need. Yeah, my wife's always like you need to calm down, just because I'm I'm a little bit more irritable. Like mm -hmm. everything's just a little bit pisses me off just a little quicker. When, yeah. <laughs> so that, How long have you been with your wife? <laughs> well, been with her since we were nineteen. Holy shit! So she knows so. you extremely well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known her since I was twelve years old. Wow, dude. Mm -hmm. That's something to be said right there is being in your profession and being with the same person since that age. It's like a Bon Jovi thing. She's put thing, up man. with a lot of shit. Yeah. She's the real deal. Yeah. 
Like the stress, just the stress, not anything else, but just the stress of being gone all the time, busy all the time. Like, okay, I'm home, but I got to go. You're in here doing this podcast right now. You're not in there Mm -hmm. with family time. Same thing with me. I'm here doing this, but I'm not at home. But even when you're not on tour, you're still busy as hell. Mm -hmm. Just the stress of that can be catastrophic. That's just a. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she's a saint for putting up with all that. And then, you know, on top of it all, um, it's funny you mentioned like, oh, being gone all the time. Like that has been such the norm. And this has been the longest that I've been home uh, since we've been dating, since yeah. we started dating. Like literally, this is the longest stint I've been home since we started dating when we were 19 years old. And at this point, especially because the pandemic, we can't really get away from each other as much as we, we would usually like. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of golf these days because she's like, get out of the fucking house. And yeah. I'm like, Cool. There's one thing I know I can do right now safely. I'm going to go have some drinks on the golf course. I'll be back in a few hours. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got to have something. I mean, yeah, in- there's, there's got to be something you got to do. And she's been really supportive of the show, too. She sees, uh, you know, she also is going to be starting her own blog thing, too, which is really cool. Oh, I, get really? To tr- I get to return the favor. She's been supporting me for so long. What's she doing? Um, What's she doing? In a- she's doing a food blog. Um, oh, okay. She's called it the Skinny Flip. And uh, she just she puts together these recipes uh, it's stuff that she's making for us every night. She's a great cook and she's been doing these cooking classes. Um, and she finds these really cool recipes and puts her own twist on it and makes them a little lighter, a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she, you know, she makes healthier cocktails. She'll throw those on little known secret, <laughs> little known secret. Is that, is that how you say it? Yeah. Like, little known secret, little known secret. That's a, that when you really think about what that phrase is saying is like, you just throw out phrases sometimes cause you've heard them so yeah. much. Yeah. You actually think about little known secret. <laughs> it's a known secret. Little, little known. Anyways, I digress. Uh, she actually has been the one that helps me out with a lot of my cocktails on my show. Oh, really? On, on, the, uh, on most of the recipes. She showed me how to bartend before I knew how to. She was a bartender back in the day. Um, and yeah, she's this great cook. She's doing that. She takes pictures of her food, sends it out. She's, she's just starting out. She's having fun with it. It's really Where cool. is the blog up now or is it like an Instagram thing right now? It's an Instagram thing right the skin, now. But I think the skinny flip. The skinny flip. Yeah. The skinny flip. I'll look it up after this and I'll subscribe yeah. to it Check because it out. Uh, I love stuff like that. I need to lose about 150 pounds. So, uh, all right. I well, need to pull the trigger on that or it's going to end. Well, I will say the way the way that she cooks for, you know, I will say the, the good thing about being home for this long is I, I have been able to maintain a decent shape because she's cooking for me all the time. Mm-hmm. Out on the road, I mean, whatever the fuck catering's got for me. You know, yeah. So, yeah, it gets a it gets a little hefty, but uh, Dude. yeah, been been a lot a lot cleaner with her around, so it's nice. Yeah, that's awesome. What is your what is your drink if you're going to take a bath? What is your or do you drink in the bath? That's a question because it's dangerous <laughs> in a hot bath. <laughs> Depend depends on how much you have to drink there. That's Dewey. a good point. That's a good point. I haven't drank in a long time. So. <laughs> yeah, any amount for you would probably yes. be a bad idea. Uh, but no, I mean it varies. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely have a have a drink in the tub if it's you know close to the end of the night. Yeah. I, have, I have a red wine usually. Uh, actually, lately, I've been taking a lot of time off of booze, um, and I because I discovered these uh, THC infused sparkling waters at the dispensaries around here. Oh, okay. So, and they taste like a, like a, like a hoppy, weedy beer mm-hmm. and they mellow the fuck out of me. Like I'd have like a 10 milligram thing and it's like having an edible, but you're slowly drinking it instead of taking it in one shot and you just fucking relax. And it's, it's a great high and you're 
that would be what I'd do in the tub these days. But before that, it would either be probably a glass of red wine or a scotch. Okay. Man, I wish I didn't work construction because I would totally experiment there with with that stuff because I never calm down. Ever. <laughs> Unless I'm passed well, out well, asleep. Well, now you're on sabbatical right now, right? I so am, but I'm even more wired because I'm like, shit, okay, I may not be going no, back to work for No, but that's what I'm saying. Well, you can experiment with it now. I guess I could. Yeah, because well, it doesn't stay in your system How often that do they test you when you... When, when Anytime you, when you, you start a new job. So when I would get called back, say I got called next week to go to a job, I'd have to pee. Okay. So, so you it have can to happen be on call. Though. That's kind of a bummer. You'd have to be exactly. on call. Exactly. I'd have to be. When are they going to say they're, they're not going to test the NBA this, this year for marijuana? When are they going to stop fucking testing everyone for marijuana? Construction is weird, man, because yeah. if they could test that you were on it actively at work when you got hurt, that would make sense. But it's like saying, well, you can't have a drink tonight because you may piss dirty tomorrow morning because yeah, you're still. That's drunk. what that's that's where all those laws against marijuana mm-hmm. just don't make sense to me exactly. whatsoever. You know, I mean, I get, I guess there's a stigma about it and people are going to take a while to come around, but the reality is every way, every which way you look at marijuana or THC versus alcohol, it is so much better for you. Like yeah. if you're and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to sit here and say you should take away alcohol too. Cause if you do that, I'm going to fucking rage. <laughs> but if like, you can, if you're going to treat one a certain way, you got to be able to treat the other one the same way, if not better. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, honestly, like there's so many, there's so many better there's actually things about THC that can help people. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest thing. There's not a, there's nothing in alcohol that's going to help anyone. Yeah. Like there's a reason why it was like, this is going on 20 years now. They've been giving THC to stomach cancer patients so that they can eat. Yeah. Like that's like, there's so many, like there's nothing in comparison to everything else in the world. There's no reason why THC should have ever been a stage one drug and it should be lifted off of that stage one thing immediately. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just not, it's, I get, you know, we can go back into the history of everything and the can not even conspiracy theories, but the, the reality of why it was, uh, uh, deemed a stage one drug and everything like that. We can get into all that reefer madness. We don't need to right now. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, it's not doing anything. And if you don't like it, no, no one's getting addicted to it. You're getting addicted to alcohol. You're not actually getting addicted to THC. Yeah. Yes. You could get addicted to anything. I could be addicted to fucking chocolate, but there's no actual addictive quality of it. There's no addictive quality in THC. It's the habit that's addictive. Like, yes. Oh, I need to do this. Need to do this. Like smoking, like just the, just anything. Yeah. Yeah. You could be addicted to anything, but the actual property of THC, there's mm-hmm. nothing addictive about it. The actual property of alcohol, it is addicting. <laughs> there, yeah. there, therein lies like that. Where is your, where's your scale here? Like everything that I can compare the two of them in to, to make one look better the, or than the other one. Yeah. THC looks way better in, in every, in every facet. And I'm not even that big of a THC guy. I just started fucking back. To yeah. back with it. I just started smoking and drinking <laughs> it again. You know, like I, this is, this is a new thing for me since high school, but I'm, I'm super glad in my old age, I'm, I'm finally able to mellow out and do that again. Yeah. Do I need to find a way to mellow out because I am literally just going all the time. It's We're going to get you some more sweet drop. Yeah. By the way, I need to get I need to get some. We need to get on that call because uh yeah. Uh It's yeah, it's crazy. Like the stuff I have now is from a different place in town here and it's I mean just super expensive. It's just like, man, mm-hmm. if there's a way to get around that part of it, but it's expensive because I I need so much of it that I can't like the small I tried with the smaller doses and stuff and didn't really do much. The thousand milligram one that I got, that one works like yeah. noticeably. 
So I could maybe even taper down from that. But the the early, like the smaller 300 milligram, 500 milligram doesn't do anything unless I take a couple. And I don't know that it's... It also depends on the product though too. Exactly. I that it depends on the product. And, exactly. And, 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 you know, it is still the Wild West on all these on all these dispensaries, CBD oils, THC oils, everything. It's all the Wild West. So mm -hmm. you kind of have to do your research on which ones um, are doing it, doing it right versus wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could say anything they want on the label right now. There's no... There's no regulation of it. It's, it's like I said, it's the fucking wild west right now. Dude, so it's like podcasting. Same thing. Yeah. You could say whatever totally. we wanted right now. The backlash from the public would be all you'd have to deal with. You could literally yeah. say anything you wanted right <laughs> Which now. Which you could ignore like, that pretty fucking easily. Let's get, be honest. Get, can't get canceled right away. <laughs> can't cancel me off my own goddamn show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not even on a network. Now you've got a network to fucking deal with. Dude, you can get on a network. Get on the yeah. network. Yeah, we'll see. Come on the network. We'll see. Do you want me to set up a call? Let's set up a call. I'll okay. talk to somebody. All right. Now, you, you know, know Dave honestly, Shapiro? It's, 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 I've been doing this thing like on uh, as a fun side project, obviously, and a fun thing. And, you know, I'm committed to continuing to do it, mm -hmm. you know, season season in, season out. And I'm because I'm just having so much fun with it. So I'm going to do it regardless. And at this level, like I, I've been doing it myself and grown it to a certain level. I'm. I'm capable and, and have confidence that I could just continue to do it myself, but I don't really, again, this is all new to me. Yeah. I don't know what a, what a network can necessarily do for me. So I, I'm willing to, to hear someone and talk to someone and be like, well, what can you really do for me? You know? Okay. I can make that happen. Do you Let's know Dave Shapiro? You probably know Dave Shapiro already. I do know Dave Shapiro. Yeah. He runs Sound Talent Media. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, so all the booking agents have been off. Because no one's touring, so he turned yeah. it into a podcast network. In the meantime, and that's what he's doing. He's my A and R over there, and uh, yeah, he's great. I can it, if you don't already know each other. Well, you don't already know each other, but I can. Do. I actually have a call with him after this before Ellis, and uh, I'll bring it up to him because it's it would be an awesome addition to the network. But also, they bring in the advertising like that they drop in the ads to your show. You don't have to do anything. And then you get paid from that, like it, literally like Starbucks or whatever, or, or whatever will pop an ad in. You can still, you know, do a deal where like anything like Sweet Drop, anything you want to do that way that you're already working on yourself, you can still do that. You know what I mean? Oh. It's just going to be extra on top. But then everyone else, it's like the, the I've said it, I don't know how on every episode I can say this some for some reason, but the the tide raises all ships, right? Like, so like the, uh, the more we have, the better the network yeah. is and the better it is for everybody so that makes sense it's like insider you know, I, baseball I, I, right I, now but when you just said a and r agent too I, I again i haven't really talked to too many networks yet but it makes a lot of sense because it's like uh it's everything that i'm hearing it sounds like uh networks are kind of like record labels kind with of. all their artists and put them out, putting everything out kind so of. that it makes it makes it a little less intimidating for me too because i could go like uh, i've been through these conversations quite exactly. a few times now <laughs> yeah, you've been on Warner for how long? Like you guys, you guys have been all over the place. Like you know. Yeah, what we you're signed doing. to Warner in two thousand four or five. I think you can handle a podcast network. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you can. If you, if you, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Down anymore. with some of the biggest, biggest names in and biggest moguls of the music business. I think you can handle. Uh, a podcast network. I appreciate you saying that, man. I appreciate you uh, propping up the show and having me on here to, to well, talk about yeah. my show as well. It's great. Yeah, man, it's been really cool. Like, like you said, like it's people that, um, it, it, that I'm interested in, as you said, and then like, 
I mean, we ended our season finale with Joe Maganello, mm -hmm. who's a huge fucking Hollywood movie star. And we had like a great conversation, man. It was, it was fucking cool. Like it started off a little stiff. I could tell he was kind of like, all right, who's this guy? Why mm -hmm. am I here? And then uh, we started chatting and, it was, you know, those, those are the, those are the, I don't know if it's the same way for you, but when you're talking to someone who you've never crossed paths with or anything like that, you have no idea what to expect. And you guys are just feeling each other out at the beginning. Mm -hmm. How great does it feel at the end of it to like be able to have a laugh with someone that you just met and like know that you connected in a different way than just like running into them at a party? That's the art form manifested before you is yeah. what it is. That is the art of what we do completely being just thrust in your face that you just did that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the the comments that come afterwards, people writing in about, you know, so and so said this and I, that made me do this. I mean, you facilitated that. You're the conduit between these people. And that's a hundred percent right there, the affirmation that what we're doing is doing something. Right Absolutely. there. Hundred percent. You just said it you just said it perfectly right it's there. The best Much better part. than I could have said it. Um, but yeah, it was it's a it's such a that's the reward right there. That's yep. It, that's the big rewarding factor, right? Like yep. you get to have these awesome conversations and get, and get some real, uh, sustenance afterward mm -hmm. from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just, you know, I, I like to, you, you <laughs> talked about my laugh. I like to have laughs on my show. It's what is, that's just my personality though. Like if yeah. anyone, as you know, anyone who knows me on a personal level, that's just my personality yeah. and it's just coming through on there. It's but I do like to have a lot of sustenance to the show too. Mm -hmm. I really am curious about guys like Joe and, you know, I had, had an insta ho, her pro self-proclaimed insta ho on the show. I heard a that one weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, she was just a fan of Avenged Sunfold. So Sam, as we mentioned, reached out to her and he was like, Hey, what do you think? I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to talk to her about. And then we started like kind of brainstorming. I was like, so wait, she makes money doing this. And I was like, okay, there's there, there, that's where I could get interested. Yep. Let's start talking about how, someone goes, goes about making money on, you know, basically self-promoting lingerie photos. I mean, she's not doing anything worse than I remember seeing in the Victoria's Secrets catalogs. My mom had lying around the house mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and she still doesn't even on her only fans and stuff. I learned all, I learned so much about it. I did too. <laughs> listening so, to it. Yeah. It was, it was so interesting. Like that whole world. Cause like you and me, we know how to use social media now, but I mean, we didn't grow up in it like some of these kids did, exactly. you know, like this is something we're learning. Like they, they already know it fucking the first time they look at a phone, you know? Yep. And, uh, and it's, it's just, it's a different world. It just really is. And then hearing her story and everything, she's actually graduated from college. She's got more education than I do. You know, yeah. she's a smart girl, you know, doing her thing. Scary on this, just, uh, plastic surgery addiction though. That's a little scary. Yeah. That one I, I had to call. I was like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably not the yeah. best idea for eh, you. But, whatever. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> I'm not your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I don't think I am. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Hetfield line right there. I still yeah. got dads waiting for me outside of venues, knocking up their dogs from the behind the music. Yeah. Or I'm pretty sure I still have dads looking for me outside of venues today. But <laughs> shit, man. Well, dude, this has been this has been like I knew it would be awesome. And this is yeah, man. I love these episodes where we just, you know, I, I know I do a lot of them where we just chat, but it's nice to to connect and, and have a good chat and laugh and and just uh shoot the shit, man. It's I love it. I yeah, love man. it so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate but, 
appreciate you having me on the show and uh, good luck and uh, congratulations on uh, being on the network and everything. Yeah, and thank you, buddy. Being able to do this full time, dude, that's that's fucking that's an accomplishment. Dude, that's really cool. Loving it. And and uh, I love what you're doing. Like I've, I've said a million times, even from the bathtub. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, drinks with Johnny. I mean, you guys and that's it. So when does season three start coming out? Uh, we're going to do it probably the it's probably the second week of February. OK, uh, we haven't filmed anything yet, so I don't have a have a hard date yet. We're going to start We we let the holidays go through and then uh, we'll start ramping up in January, getting some guests then and start recording a backlog then. And then we'll keep up with it after that. So usually probably second Monday, second or third Monday of February, we'll we'll start season three. OK, well, right on, brother. We'll let you get back to your your family and your afternoon and, and your Thank week you, and just keep on keeping on, my friend. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold and the Drinks with Johnny podcast. I always have a blast talking to him. We'll have him on again and again. Let me know if you guys enjoyed the episode at purepleasurepod uh, at gmail.com. And hopefully we'll have him on every year. Maybe I'll go on his show every year. Who knows? Maybe we'll start a show together. Who knows? It could go anywhere. But that's what I love about this medium. And that's what I love about, you know, just the podcasting in general. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And we do. So uh, thank you to our sponsors, SX Coffee Roasters. Uh, type in your code PLEASURE, all capitals. PLEASURE will get you 10% off your order. Sweet Drop CBD, this stuff is fantastic. Uh, same code, PLEASURE, all capitals, will get you 20% off your order at Sweet Drop CBD. Uh, we have Classic Grit, at Classic Grit on Instagram, and writer Evan Robeson Studio on Instagram as well. Go get yourself some sweet hats some shirts, hoodies, whatever, and go get yourself something that'll last a lifetime over at Ryder Evan Robeson Studios. I am so damn lucky, you guys, to have friends that that do so many cool things. It's really, when if I sit back and think about it, just where we've all landed in our lives, it's incredible. And just, I mean, things you never knew people were capable of doing, they are doing, and it's something they're they're making their living on, and it's incredible. So, I always like to be able to help friends out through the show as they help me out as well. And so we'll have a lot of new sponsors coming on, you know, trying to help friends out through this show. You'll hear throughout the year um, as they come on and go and come and go. But I appreciate all the support and I appreciate you guys going and supporting these people uh, when I put them out there to you. It means a lot to me that you trust in me to bring you something good. And I will never advertise something on this show that I haven't tried, that I don't use, that isn't, you know, maybe maybe a friend of mine starts a vape company. I don't support that. So I will not advertise that, even if it is a friend. But I just want you guys to know when I when I advertise something on this show, it's because I believe in it. And uh, I, I know I take your guys' uh, loyalty and, and trust very seriously. All right, so I'm going to stop rambling. We've got way more episodes coming out every week this year the tons of huge stuff coming at you uh but yeah take care have a good week i know it's inauguration week hopefully everyone's safe um and, and shit isn't going too crazy but hopefully this gives you somewhere to escape and have a good time all right guys as always we'll see you on the radio
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.